Hi, everybody. Ryan Ballinger here. Great to have you with us. Justine Pletnick joins us. She is the Vice President of Marketing and Revenue Strategy for GF Sports and Entertainment. And they're the folks who own World Long Drive, which has its world championship this week in Atlanta. Justine, thanks for being with us. First of all, can you give us a sense of the response in Atlanta to being the new home to the World Long Drive Championship? Yeah, we've been met with um, open arms here in Atlanta. We have other events that we run uh, as part of GF Sports and Entertainment. So we've always found a good home down here. Um, World Long Drive, for those who don't know, have been was on a hiatus for a few years just due to the pandemic. It was owned by the Golf Channel uh, formerly, and then we purchased it last year. Um, so everyone's just excited to be A, up and running, have the sport back, and then have the sport back on national TV um, and international TV. It's just bringing us all, you know, a bunch of new fans and a bunch of excitement. And I think you know, there's a little bit of an alternative golf culture going on right now, too. So that's also excited to see and, um, you know, catapulting us into this uh, new realm of World Long Drive. That is kind of interesting. I'd like to follow up on that, actually, because it does feel like the, the golf world is a little bit different than it was even four or five years ago, where there's golf adjacent, golf-ish, whatever term you want to use. But it feels like people are engaging in the game in a lot of different ways that aren't just playing 18 holes on a traditional golf course. And maybe you guys have been the beneficiary of that. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we sure have. And I think, I think it's great because it's opening doors to a lot of people that traditionally didn't play golf. I think a, a younger crowd, which, you know, we also like to cater to. Um, and we tell people like, we're, we're loud. Like you can, you can yell, you can scream while these players are in their backswing. You don't have to be quiet. We have music playing the whole time. Um, so we fit really well with this culture and we're happy that the movement is getting, um, you know, a little bit less traditional and more social and a little bit younger, which is great. Bobby Jones golf course is a really cool venue for folks who haven't been able to play it down in Atlanta. It's a reversible golf course, which is really neat. How are you guys using the facility to facilitate and put on this championship? This is a beautiful facility here. They have the skyline as the backdrop. Um, we're on the back nine so we've set up our grid. We've closed down the entire course um, and then we're utilizing their driving range uh, just for our practice range, which we had to close down the whole course because these guys are driving, you know, 400 to 500 yards and um, you hit you end up hitting some of um, their back tees if we didn't <laughs> shut down the whole course. So that was for safety reasons. You have multiple divisions in world long drive between men's, women's, senior. Uh, you get the open division is, is really the men's division, I suppose. But you're putting on a lot of different championships for lots of different types of athletes. How do you manage all of that? And and how do all of those groups of people kind of co-mingle and, and root and work with each other over the course of the championship? World Long Drive is such a, a big family. And from the amateurs to the open division, these open division guys are really helping to incubate the amateurs and just rooting for them. And you'll see there's some crossover you know, once the amateurs gain a little bit more confidence and they kind of make their way to the open division. And then there's some of these senior guys, senior division is 45 years. I know people laugh. We call it the, the senior division, 45 years old is, is, you know, not that old, but 45 and older senior division. Some of these guys still got gas and, and they're playing in the open division in this world championship. Um, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention our ladies division. A lot of these women have been playing long drive, um, for years now, we have a six-time world champion from Sweden, uh, Sandra, Sandra Karlborg. Her home is here in Atlanta. She's currently world number one. And, I mean, they just absolutely ripped the ball. They're, you know, 350 yards plus. So, um, 
they're very, they're all very supportive of each other. They all stay and cheer, even if they've gotten out of um, the competition early, they usually stay till Sunday, just rooting on their friends and family. You kind of alluded to it a, a few minutes ago, but what's the expectation for each division in terms of the the winning kind of drives? I mean, I realize you kind of get into a match play component, but what what's the range we're thinking about here this week? Yeah, I think we're going to get like 415 plus in the open division. Um, the, these ladies have been hitting anywhere 325 to 350, right? Again, it all depends on elevation, you know, wind, all of those things. What We go down to Mesquite, Nevada, and these guys are ripping 500-yard drives. Yeah. Um, so it, just, it also depends on just the location that you're at. But here, I think you're going to see around like 415 to 450. Feels like there's been a little bit of a cultural buzz around Kyle Berkshire in particular, multi-time world champion, just broke a world record hitting 590 yards out in Wyoming, which is a pretty, pretty remarkable feat. I don't care if it's Wyoming. I don't care if there's some wind helping you out. That's an incredible drive. Yeah. Are are players kind of taking the onus on themselves to kind of build up a little bit of their own self-marketing around this sport and, and maybe take it forward a little bit more? They are. And social media, obviously, is such a blessing for a lot of reasons, a lot of people, but Kyle Berkshire and Martin Borgmeyer in particular have done a really great job at getting, I think, traditional golfers interested into the world of long drive. Um, and they've been in this competition all year where they've been breaking ball speed records. Um, and as you just mentioned, Kyle just broke for hitting the longest drive in the world. Um, so the way that they self-market, the way that they put out content is great for the sport of long drive um, and, you know, helping that alternative golf movement again. Kyle and I talked in January, right around the time the acquisition was announced about the importance of kind of the players in this gap between your ownership and Golf Channel's ownership of them taking ownership of the sport and trying to kind of move it forward. How has GF worked with the players themselves to kind of make the sport better, knowing what they've experienced in the past competition wise and what they'd like to see moving forward? Yeah, that's great. Uh, great question. We've had a pretty open door policy with them from the time that we've we purchased World Long Drive. We sat down within the first month and had a big player meeting really just to get their feedback where they want to see the sport going. We've been taking feedback all year long um, in terms of rules or just, you know, we we all have the same goal in mind, and that's to grow the sport, get as many eyeballs on the sport as possible. Um, and right, we know that we can't do it without them and vice versa. So we just love love to have the support of our players and and listen to them and listen to their feedback. So that's that's the motto that we have taken going into this year and even into next year. The investment GF has made into World Long Drive is, is very notable. I mean, there's a substantial amount of money now available in this sport through World Long Drive for for the best players, for the, the most frequent high volume compete, you know, competitors. Is, is that expectation moving forward that the purses will continue to grow? Or kind of where where do you see the 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 money in the sport going as golf kind of goes gaga over money at the moment? Yeah, I mean, we hope so. That all comes in terms of how much support we're getting right from sponsors, how much support we're getting from fans. And our our end game is to continue to grow this. We're constantly looking at um, content platforms to be on. So, you know, our trajectory is up and and I know players want to see that and we want to see that. And, and when that happens, that means that everyone's doing well. So fingers crossed. What does 2024 look like in terms of a, a schedule? And do you guys have that all together yet? Or, or where are you with that? We don't have it fully together yet. We're looking to hopefully release that come November. Um, what I can say is that we definitely have four major TV events. And, you know, outside of that, we're trying to stick close to our, you know, four to six, uh, you know, 
as we say, like non-TV events or our tour events. Um, so that's what we're looking at right now. And there will will there be increased opportunities or more opportunities for kind of people who are maybe get, getting into the sport because they've seen it? And we talked about the amateur division. Is there more of a groundswell toward that and trying to get some of those players identified that could be a legitimate open division competitor? Absolutely. We partnered with TrackMan this year um, as a little bit of a pilot program and launched what we called our virtual membership. And this was happening at all TrackMan simulators. And the focus was to get people who know that they can hit the ball long, but probably think they can't compete on tour. And we convinced them, convinced them, but we showed them that they can compete every against everyone in the world via TrackMan, right? And then they can rank themselves and see, you know, we had winners for each month um, in a men's division and a women's division. So, you know, you might be hitting 400 yard drives and see, Oh, your top five in the world that is that's participating in this TrackMan tournament and go, you know, maybe I join the amateur division next year. And that's our goal. Just we want to grow the sport socially, too, for those people that won't ever compete on tour. And then we also want to give people, um, you know, a little faith that, oh, I'm, I'm driving the ball pretty far. Let me continue to work on my swing and work on my skills. And hey, maybe I can join the amateur division next year. Traditional golf kind of has this enormous ecosystem of people. That once you kind of get hooked, there are lots of ways to kind of more or less try to teach you how to play golf, whether that's online instruction, in-person lessons, all those types of things. What does the universe look like for people who maybe have gotten hooked on long drive and want to take that next step? Maybe it is a little bit interesting in competition. Where do they learn and pick up technique and, and get better without necessarily having to go call a, a world long drive professional and get their hourly rate? <laughs> yeah, um, well, speak, speaking of that, I would say some of our professionals do have great training programs that they can follow. And they're just, you know, online courses that help them um, practice their, you know, swing speed and all other things. But I've heard Kyle Berkshire say many times that swing speed is really, really the key. So if you can just practice that and get faster and faster, that really helps with your distance. Um, otherwise, just get to simulators, right? It, that's how the your stats are what's going to make you better. You're going to push yourself to constantly, um, you know, beat your last, your last score. So that's what I would say. And how about for you for this, this first full season of being a part of world long drive as part of the ownership group, what has kind of been your biggest surprise and what are you most proud of? The biggest surprise is how, I guess, like tight knit the community of long drive is, um, and what I'm most excited about is just the opportunity. There's so much opportunity here as we sort of spoke to, and I know I sound like a broken record again, but that golf is exiting that tra you know traditional sense of what it was always known for and moving into this personality-driven, content-driven um, atmosphere. And I think that's where we fit perfectly. And also it's going to bring new golf fans into the market, right? Or people that are maybe interested, but they don't want to sit and watch golf for, you know, 18 holes. We put on an hour show. These athletes go head to head in our finals and it's longest drive wins, right? So uh, they're jacked up. They're great personalities. Like I said, they're loud. It's entertaining. And we want to show people that, you know, we have a place in, in major league sports. So we're excited. Well, Justine, thank you for taking time to talk with me today. I appreciate it. Good luck with the, the World Long Drive World Championships this week. Uh, I'll certainly be watching on Golf Channel. Very much appreciate your time. All right. Thank you so much.